0: Looks like, uh, looks like we survived Monday. We
1: sure did, and it smells a little bit like Tuesday right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, okay. We, we didn't rehearse this. We don't rehearse much. Uh, well, and unfortunately, that's obvious. But I have a preconceived notion of what Tuesday smells like. <laughs> I know you do. On three, I want you to say yours and I'll say mine at the same time. Because I guarantee you they're different. Are you ready?
1: Yes, I think.
0: Okay. Okay. One, <laughs> two, three. Rain. Anise. Do you say rain? I said rain. Oh.
1: You said Yours anise? was
0: earthy. Anise, like, that's you know, what's in licorice. of
1: earthy, too. If, I mean, it yeah. comes from the earth.
0: Boy, and if you combine the two, well, that's, yeah. All right. Now I know my next uh, massage oil scents are going to be rain and anise.
1: The That'd The rain great. of licorice. Licorice Rain. I
0: love it. Licorice Rain. What <laughs> a great a name band. for a band. Yeah. Who are you guys? Now hitting the stage. It's Licorice Rain.
1: <laughs> I mean, come on. The um the swag that you can oh. give away with a name like that.
0: Oh the my flow. god, the edibles.
1: The edibles. Yeah. Hello. There you go. Hello. You're
0: welcome, world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this think tank just never stops, and neither do the tangents. Michelle, get us back on track.
1: I love it. It is selfishness today. We are on Tuesday, one of 2022 Here goes. You are not the only one dependent upon your wellness.
0: Wait. You have to read that again.
1: Here we go. You heard right. You are not the only one dependent upon your wellness. Mm. Uh huh. So- yeah. What
0: you're suggesting is that I don't have a responsibility just to keep myself well for me, but for others.
1: That's exactly right. Yes. So perhaps we should help the audience and deconstruct this by, by like maybe reversing what we just said.
0: I, I came into this world ass backwards. So reverse is definitely my my love language. Reverse engineering this. All right. So your wellness drives your capacity to serve humanity, Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty obvious. It's an obvious statement. Not too many people think about it. Right. If you're not at your best, you won't be able to give your best to the other people. Right. We have that had this discussion routinely. Have you ever been expected to perform at your highest level, but neither your body nor your mind or sometimes both are not feeling it? You you know that you've been there where you're kind right. of been ha- and in neutral. Right. We
1: all have. So
0: let me ask, what was your performance like at that point?
1: So let me tell you there's a lot of naysayers out there that they say they this is how they perform well and that is true I believe you can do it but it is not sustainable so no. I can say for the for the people who don't want to like drill down on this their first reaction is oh yeah that's how I operate in the la- it's the 25th hour and I can do it it's not true you can do it one or two times but to be at your peak I fully agree with this. Your performance lacks.
0: Absolutely. And when you see somebody who's got a physical injury, oftentimes they start making mental mistakes too, because they're Mm -hmm. distracted by the physicality of it. Or if their head's not in the game, you know, you see it all the time where you'll see people that give players time off when there's a death in their family, for instance, because you know, they're not going to be focused. It's only fair to them to not have them go into a slump, right? On the yeah. other hand, you've seen the high performers that are absolutely killing it and, quote, in the zone. Like during Tiger Woods' healthy t- years, he was in the zone. So what does in the zone actually mean? It means yeah. that you've got the combination of the sharpness of mind and that finely tuned body.
1: Oh, and everything is just humming right along.
0: And just like your humming analogy, let's let's use that and and use a car as, a, as an instance, right? So you, don't drive on bald tires. Don't put shit gas in your tank. Be sure to change your oil. Make sure you have washer fluid in your reservoir, et cetera. Right. And so uh, later down the road when you're like, oh, I had a blowout because I had to swerve when my windshield got dirty and I couldn't see as my engine started <laughs> sputtering upon acceleration. I'm like, well, yeah, all of these things were under your control to begin with. But because you didn't anticipate the need to be at your top level, you let your guard down. And that's when shit happens. Your
1: your red light engine was on for three weeks. You right. can't yeah. be surprised by week four. <laughs> something happens.
0: Yeah, exactly. And,
1: and we all have that internal red light that we love to ignore. And, yeah. and we can't be surprised <laughs> by the outcome.
0: Guilty as charged. I mean, I, mm-hmm. a lot of these things, hey, you know what? It, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I am free from all this. I am telling you from the other side that I've been there. I know what it's like. I know it's 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 rough to see it, right? Do you want a drug counselor that's never taken a drug in his life? I'm here to tell you, having burned myself out, having given myself COVID, I'm here to tell you from the other side, don't do what I did, right? right. So on, on the flip side, here we go with my story. I'm constantly told, and I'm not trying to brag, that I'm like Superman to people, to my clients, to my significant other, my friends, my staff. And the question is, well, how can you be like in the shape that you're in and always sharp mentally?
1: Because you take care of yourself.
0: Bing, 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 bing. It's just obvious, Right. So I'm up to date on all my tests for my age. Uh, I put only quality food into my system. I take supplements that boost my health. I go to the gym at minimum twice a day, and there's a ritual around that. I do lifting. I do cardio. What's most important is the very end of my workout. I do at least 15 to 20 minutes in the steam room. That's where I meditate. That's my post-workout. I have a eucalyptus towel that I put around my neck. I listen to spa music on the way back. I nap. I nap, underscore nap. I meditate,
1: Um, I
0: perform yoga, I have a healthy and rewarding sex life, and I share intimacy on a healthy level. And and I have to ask you, have you ever heard the stupid joke, uh, well, he's being nice out of character, and then someone remarks, must have gotten laid last night.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Right, right. Well, why should it be out of character that they're nice, right? Right. Right. This doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. And so many times people brag about the fact that they don't do any of those things. Like, I I only need two hours of sleep. I don't nap. Um, I'm this fit because, you know, and I ate a cheeseburger for dinner last night.
0: Yep. Well, it taps you on the shoulder. Uh, I'm here to tell you, as a gerontologist, I've seen what the long road does. I've also seen people that, oh, oh my gosh, I was wrong. I'm so sorry. Which leads me back to why am I doing all of this? Is this all of this ritual that I perform just for me? Well, sure. To some extent, you could easily say, well, David, you're a gerontologist. You've seen what happens to people that don't take care of yourself. So, of course, you're doing your best to avoid all that. But the flip side of that is also it's not just for me. I recognize that I have an obligation to deliver on the promises that I make to so many people, and I make some pretty remarkable promises. I have to be physically fit, and more importantly, I have to be mentally and emotionally healthy in order to undertake what I do to fulfill the promises that I make. I literally save lives, and the quality of life of people depend directly upon me and my well-being.
1: And you know what a perfect example of this is? A pregnant mother, oh, a, a, a mother-to-be, yep. how much sacrifice she gives up.
0: But the one thing I have to point out, Michelle, because we've seen it, is just because you have a baby inside doesn't make you a responsible person. So you see the the, the mothers that abstain uh, from uh, caffeine and alcohol and go off their pain meds or whatever it is that couldn't uh, affect the well-being of their child. But then you also see the ones that don't. Right. And you're like scratching your head going, w- what in the world are you doing? You can't even take care of yourself for the unborn fetus. How are you going to take care of them once they're out of your womb? You're likely not. That behavioral pattern will probably not change. Right. So I am like that, that mother. And I'm also a facilitator. I, you may not know this about me. But when the mother of my children was pregnant, I chose to go the road of solidarity. And I stopped drinking alcohol on those two nine-month stretches just so that she didn't feel that she was doing it alone and she felt that level of moral support.
1: Yeah, Right. These that are the part, things that- the, true partnership.
0: Absolutely. So in in a weird paradoxical way, and I don't want to make things feel weird for my partner, John, uh, him facilitating the fact that I leave the building twice a day to go work out and that I take a nap is like being that spouse that sees if I stop drinking along with my pregnant partner, that that level of support is going to be felt and appreciated. And they're going to be even more inspired and, and have a lot more gratitude for their partner, but also to see that this is not just a singular event, that they're not alone in this journey. So it's very similar. And I, I absolutely promote you as an individual who's watching someone else on their journey of health to join in with them. There's nothing worse and nothing more of a turnoff than watching a fat slob sitting on the couch and eating what they want and not exercising and their partner is desperately trying to lose weight. Right. Oy vey. Wake Oy vey. up. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't said that in years. That's funny. Oy vey. <laughs> so the question that I leave for the listeners today is, if not for you, then for who? Are you consciously maintaining your wellness – for the sake of others. I kinda doubt it. And it's easier to do it for others than it will be for yourself. So maybe that's the little bit of motivation that you need to push you forward. Because most of us are givers by nature. So get into tip top shape for the other, not for yourself. And I bet you're not doing it. So if you're not, it's definitely time to fix that. Michelle, I can't wait for the
1: homework. All great segues right into this. What a great excuse to have that conversation with a friend, with a significant other, your neighbor, a parent, a child, whoever, ask the question, how can I be a better partner for you? Is there something I can do better for this relationship? And if this is a great partnership, the question will be returned in kind.
0: Oh. Uh, first it will be answered honestly. <laughs> then it will be returned in kind. I love that. Boy. Man, I can feel the energy right now. That this is gonna I, be fantastic.
1: I think it's such a great you know what it stops from happening is uh why didn't you ever tell me that or you should have told me sooner like here's the opportunity here is the excuse You need to check this homework off and there's no excuses later on in the relationship
0: Exactly. Wow. We're solving all the world's problems in one single episode. You realize that, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, before I make any more stupid remarks
1: get out there and fly that kite
0: Yakko